Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, It's Lori and Julia's show here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us as we kick off another fun week of talk radio here on My Talk. Donnie, I bet I know what your weekend claim to fame was. Really? What? You didn't watch the Super Bowl. No, I did not. <laughs> I, I watched the national anthem. The so-called halftime show, yeah. and that was it. Did you have a weekend claim to fame? I did. What was it? Well, I went to see the documentary that you and I talked about on Friday before the show, Lori. They shall not grow old. Oh, oh that's supposed to be phenomenal. It really is phenomenal. The new word? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's, it's phenom and phenomenal. <laughs> Peter Jackson, the guy behind Lord of the Rings, was tasked with... Uh, putting together something that would celebrate the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One, And what he came up with is astounding, to say the least. Really? How he colorized the film, added... Because it was all silent film at the right. time, right? Colorized it, added, added sound, and then you have all the veterans... Talking. Talking. Mm-hmm. The, they were actual veterans. Mm-hmm. They had 600 hours of audio. Right. Another 100 hours of film. It took them four years to put this together. Wow. And uh, some of it's tough to watch. Yeah. But I, I just thought it was amazing. And that could be next year's best picture, best documentary Oscar. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I know it got uh, four stars yeah. in the Star Tribune. And-, and oh, one more thing about mm-hmm. that. When he, he introduces the film and he says, if you want to stay after the credits... Definitely do that because then they show you how they put the whole thing together, mm-hmm. which is, is equally fascinating as the movie. That's kind of a okay. cool new thing that they're doing before movies now. They're having the main actor, the director say, I've, I've never seen that. Last three movies I've been to, they have the director or someone in the film, main actor say, but is that, do, are they doing that for Oscar films? I don't know. I don't know, but welcome to my movie. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Oh. I think, uh, oh. uh, Mary Poppins did this, um, whatever her name is. Um, Emily Blunt? Yeah, oh, and I, I saw someone do it for Green Book. I saw it for a couple other things. Ooh, okay. I thought it was kind of clever. I think it's an Oscar thing that oh, they add on. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I just do because like in the thing, you know, like, you know they can't come right out and say thanks for I your just, consideration. Oh, well, yeah, maybe it just was something I've noticed. In my, you know, movie going. Well, you've been, you're on top of the movies. I have been going to the movies. All right, so my claim to fame is I went skiing on Saturday. Perfect day. It really was. At Afton Alps. And they had a fun event going on there with bands and uh, beer tasting and all this stuff. But I want to let people know that next Sunday, 
is chairlift speed dating. And I did that last year oh, yeah, out I there. That. I remember that. And it's a really, it's fun. It's a great deal. Um, you go to Afton Alps for more information, but they think the Today Show is going to come out and film. Oh, really? So it would really be, you know, kind of cool. Because it, I don't know where else they would do speed love, dating on a chairlift. I love chatting on the chairlift. That's one of my favorite things. I'm like, oh, let's split up and go on the solo line so we get up a little bit faster. And you never know who you're going to meet on the chairlift. You know, and everyone's happy and wants to talk. Yes, so that's it's so a happy true. place. So that was fun. Yeah. That's mine. Well, I guess mine would be, uh, you know... Pot roast? Pot no. roast no. Oh, pot roast case. <laughs> well, I did surreptitiously salt and pepper this. The you did okay good okay. the meat and i did, did everyone go out of their way to say how fabulous it was it was yes they did but also casey dialed back the water he dialed back he, instead of putting in a full cup of water so it was watery gruel he just put in a fourth of a cup of water as the instructions oh, are Lori. called for oh lord oh i know this was the discussion <laughs> at the ski slope <laughs> Please, because this was, I went with family who was all going yeah. over to the pot roast. Oh, yeah. They were sending us texts after they left, everyone left after halftime, and they're like, we're going for chicken wings right now. Right. <laughs> Pizza and to tacos. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Gotta get something. Oh, funny. What uh, was your actual claim? Oh, my actual claim, I guess, would be, you know, Mardi Gras kind of stuff kicked off on Friday night because it was February 1st. So Casey and I trudged on over to the eagles because we were stir crazy from being oh, inside for three days week. and the i mean i'm sure all the bars were packed on friday night it was very rowdy and they had like a cajun band and people were dressed up in Fat mardi gras Tuesday masks oh, and really and feathers and beads and all that kind of stuff so it was kind of fun just uh i love a good zydeco band but the places were packed so we tried to go bowling Oh, packed. packed. Everyone was packed. going. I mean, like it was like all the regulars at the Eagles mm-hmm. that couldn't get there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night all yeah. showed up. Mm-hmm. People then, went stir crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're going stir crazy. So I bowled an 85 and a 65. Yeah, you're not good. Oh, you did better than usual. Yeah. Oh, no, usually I can break hot. It was pathetic. It was so bad. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. You have to be one with your pins, Mm -hmm. and you have to aim for the head pin. Yep. And on the second ball, you have to aim for the shadow of the pin that you're trying to knock down. Oh, now there's a good new trick I never knew. Yeah. Aim for the shadow. Aim for the shadow of the pin that you want to hit. Right. I never knew that. Yeah, whereas on your first ball, you're trying to hit just to the right or left of that head pin to get all the pin action to get a strike. Oh, man. Are you professional, you? Yeah, I know it. Jeez, my mom was she sent me a text this morning. She's she goes, I am so sad about um Christophe St. John, who played Neil Winters Forever. on the Young and the Restless since nineteen ninety one. And even he, I was watching back then, and oh, he was yeah. just a lovely lovely man. Mm-hmm. And his son had taken his life five years ago and when he was at a facility, a mental health, yeah. yes, facility that was supposed to be helping him. Oh, I know, but that's when people are in crisis. I know, you know, and that can be when people, right. you know, whatever. Um, but anyway, he had uh, responded to somebody who who had messaged him on Twitter about when a child dies, a parent. It's a comp- every single day you try to come to terms with it until the day you pass away. Right. 
And he said, boy, do I hear that. That was all he responded. When so, was that? Was that like two weeks ago? Okay. And so he he died by suicide on Saturday? Well, I don't, we don't know. Oh, we don't okay. know. Uh, right. They just, a friend found his body at his home and... Uh, they don't. They haven't said anything. But Young and the Restless fans are really sad because he's been. I mean, he was off that show for my mom said quite a while after mm-hmm. his son. He took a long leave of absence. But so many of the actors have been on that show for a long time. Right. So, anyway, she was just like feeling just very, you know, um, sad, sad about that. And then she'd found out a one of her first cousins. Had passed away at the age of 83, so mm-hmm. it was just sort of that. And then it snowed in Seattle today, which my mom said. Well, stop they, the press. Oh, yeah. They canceled school for, like, it was three inches of snow, which just shuts down the city. <laughs> and some parts of the city got 11. Oh, wow. And they closed all the ferries. It was too windy. Oh, cool. So people who live on the islands, like oh, I've yeah. got an aunt and uncle who live on Whidbey Island. Mm-hmm. They're They're not in town right now, but they... If they'd been on the mainland, they would have been stuck because if it gets real windy, this Vashon Island, all those. Have you ever gone to any of those little? I, no, I, I just I've went to it. the San Juans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you were on a sailboat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. No, you know, no, the San Juan Islands up yeah, north. But, we were on big ferries where cars come on and off. Oh. And I was just in West Holly, West Seattle when I was there last time. But that's attached. It's, they're so beautiful. The islands? Was, yeah. 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 It was very nice. But can you imagine living on them and. You know, well, it's uh, like the sheer ice. We had the skating rink today. Oh, that was something. Are we going to oh. have a sheer ice tonight? <laughs> no, because I think it snowed a little in their, in it their south out there. It did snow a little. It is a little bit of light snow tonight. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because the know snow what I just saw, covers the ice. I saw something I'd never seen before. I was uh, going, um, some, I had to be somewhere at noon today, and I was driving by Menards. There were at least 40 maintenance trucks, like, for different apartment buildings, for different public buildings. They were like all lining up to go to Menards to get their salt and ice. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it was it was just like yeah. one after the other, after the other, after the other. After and that's the other. where they go. Oh. Isn't that interesting? You well, never maybe, know where he, the big salt and ice I delivery. Guess, oh, I that's guess. funny. I, I would never know. I know it. All right, listen. Drive we, safe, people, because it, it it was not not. Yeah. Even. Sorry, hey, before we go. Yeah. Uh, inquiring minds yeah. want to know how was the. How was the pot roast served? Oh, oh the pot roast was served. Julie gave me a lovely <laughs> suggestion to do the bread bowls, but Casey didn't like that idea. And we got he that did, from a listener, Lori. Yes, okay. he served it in bowls, and I got a nice rosemary, rosemary ciabatta sourdough bread. Perfect. Uh, that people could dunk their stuff in. Oh, and then, so funny. Okay. And so that's how it was served. Right. And it was served with an accompaniment of top the tater, ruffle chips, guacamole, <laughs> uh, iced ginger cookies, and some <laughs> pepperoni. Okay, thank you. On the side. Okay. Yeah, I think there was pepperoni. I can't remember if I cut that up. Casey used to just like, I don't want people getting full and not eating their pot <laughs> That's it's, the idea. It's the funniest thing ever. Because I went last night, I went to a party. Mm-hmm. And Did they serve pot No, but but there was a request for my guy to bring his world famous chicken noodle, hearty chicken noodle soup. And I thought, this is a Super Bowl. But he did and everyone ate it. Yeah. I mean, huh? I just was laughing. Like people have weird, weird ideas of what is Super, Super Bowl, Bowl food. food. I know guys have weird ideas <laughs> what Super Bowl food is. All right, listen. We come back. Speaking of the Super Bowl, we're going to take some calls. It's our story we can't get enough of, and that is it happened. It happened, and it's over. It's over. 
in the studio with that (laughs) song, let me tell you. Let's start with the good of the Super Bowl, shall we? There were two highlights, and from there, the whole uh, Super Bowl extravaganza went downhill. The it really, it really was. Let's Casey looked height. like a sad puppy. There were no red zone moments, which means no one. The Rams never had a drive close to the end zone. Mm-mm. It was a low, it, there was no red zone. That's when it's fun. It yeah. was terrible. It really was. They won their sixth Super Bowl, and the it was Patriots. at a ten year low for ratings. I believe it. Yeah. Okay. So America the Beautiful, 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 the Beautiful, R and B duo Chloe and Halle performed America the Beautiful, and um, they are from Atlanta, and they how they got discovered was on YouTube. I, it, yes. And they were so darling. They caught the attention of Beyonce as well as her label. So let's play a little of America the Beautiful by uh, Chloe and Halle Bailey. Spacious skies for The song just kept building and building. A lot of people might have missed that, but they look so darling in their black, kind of mismatched yes, suits, but were of the same. Beautiful. Very young. I think they're 20 and 18. Yeah, yeah. they were darling. They were that just was really fun. soaring. And then Gladys Knight brought down the stadium. And she looked like a million she bucks. Oh, she had a three-quarter bejeweled white dress on, a sparkly tiara. She had the glittering shibooties on. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she could have just kept going and done the halftime show and done her <laughs> greatest hits, and it would have been a better show. But yeah. here's a little of Gladys Knight uh, singing the Star Spang- Spangled Banner. Oh, say can you see by the dawn what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the paradise. She still brings it. Oh, yeah. She looks 74 years old, you guys. Looks amazing. Amazing. I remember I saw her at Mystic Lake about a year and yes. a half ago, and she's so great. I'm very excited to see her at the Jazz Fest. Oh, she's, she's performing. Be All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In one of the She's days. great, Lori. Yeah. And I've She's never great. seen her in oh. concert, and I'm so excited. And hit after hit after hit after hit. Okay. That's so fun. So then we get to the halftime show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We need your thoughts. 1071. We really do need your thoughts. You know, Friday I had an epiphany that turned out to be very wrong because, you know, I kept saying this show is going to be absolutely terrible, this halftime show, because it's Maroon 5, the blandest band in the world. And then... I like their music, though. And then Adam Levine did an interview with Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. Because NFL canceled his presser. His- their press, press conference, yes. okay? So, and he told Kevin Frazier that he had something special planned mm-hmm. to address the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. And I, like a sucker, <laughs> believed him. And I said, maybe, I told Ollie, it's not going to be as bad as we think. Well, maybe it wasn't as bad as we think, but it was even worse because it was deadly dull. And there is no greater sin in entertainment, music, concert business than having a dull concert. And he didn't do anything unless he was counting the drones. He was. That spelled out love and one, one love. love as the message. I was thought, I thought, is Colin Kaepernick coming out? No, he wouldn't come out. Was, are they going to take the knee? Will they say something? Will they do anything? Nothing. Nothing. It was... <laughs> Well, I, you know, the show, the halftime show was as thrilling as the game. They did go together. Yeah. Boring and boring. boring. Yeah, it was boring. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, Christy would like to weigh in. All right, right, Christy, what say you about, uh, what did you really think about Maroon 5's Super Bowl halftime show? Put your shirt on and take a nap, buddy. That's what I think. <laughs> why? Why would you I take your not shirt off? The, if you're going to take your shirt off, then you need to be more buff, first of all. Uh-huh. And if you're going to take your shirt off, then do some moves. Like, yeah. He, he like started like the he, dance, right? Woke him up. Yeah, he, somebody woke him up from a nap to begin with in mm-hmm. the very beginning. He had no energy. Mm-hmm. I would have way rather seen... Rap people, I'm older, so I don't know who all these people are, but yeah. they were way more interesting and fun to watch. They right. brought a little more energy, and I thought, I'm also kind of feel like some, sorry, some old white guys don't understand. They're in Hotlanta. Right. Bring the music. But like, I, yeah. I agree with you. A lot of people did not want to perform. No, but they could have had True. Big Boy. They could have had Travis Scott play more. They could yeah, have had Andre 3000. Exactly. They had people there willing to that they hardly even acknowledged. It also kind of felt like you're not even saying their names mm-hmm. or I don't know. I just was very disappointed. And then he seemed like he didn't even care. And. I don't know. I was very, I thought it was a snooze fest. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. 651-641-1071. I'll tell you the, the reaction at our house and um, Casey was like, okay, I don't recognize his voice with going with the radio. They must help him in the studio. Okay. Another person who, two other, three other people that were in their 30s, they thought, they were laughing. They thought it was so bad. <laughs> 
And when he kept peeling off clothes. Well, that was an interesting thing. He had, he started with a trench coat over a shirt. And he then- looked like a Russian mobster when he had the tracksuit jacket on and the big gold chains. I mean, like his version of a Russian mobster. Yeah, I don't I don't know what he was doing. But Travis Scott also didn't sing on key. Well, and he At had all. to get the whole thing bleeped out. But yeah. it, there was some yeah. energy. And when Big Boy came in with the Cadillac. There was a little more energy. But it was so. And when he even sang moves like Jagger, I thought, well, maybe Mick Jagger's going to drop down oh, from the ceiling. Worry. That would have been so Honestly. great. I know. No, no, no. And then he dropped Jagger. And he couldn't. I've always wondered about that song because he doesn't move like Jagger. Mm-hmm. He can't dance. He does dad dancing. Oh boy. We're running out of time okay. here. Denise, can you give us a your review? We're going to come back to this. Oh, Denise, okay. what's your review? My review can be summed up in one sentence. If you're going to force me to listen to hits from the early 2000s, yeah. make them good hits. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. The old songs, it was just like, whoa, they're really starting out with the 2002 song that we barely remember from an elevator. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Denise. I agree. That we barely remember. Yeah, no, it's true. It was boring. It was Let's boring. just be honest. We'll All take right. other calls and we'll see what Hollywood really thought about the Super Bowl halftime show. Adam, don't look at your Twitter or Insta today. Don't. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon. It's the Academy Awards annual Oscar nominees luncheon happening today at the Beverly Hilton. And also the first batch of Oscars presenters announced by the Academy. Jennifer Lopez, Whoopi Goldberg, Chris Evans are among the stars we'll see on the stage of the Dolby Theater on Sunday, February 24th. Also trending Netflix. They're adding more Ted Bundy to their catalog with a $9 million purchase for the rights of the film Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. That is the Ted Bundy movie starring Zac Efron. Expect it to start streaming in the fall. It will also be having a theatrical release. And Goop trending online today, oh, because of Netflix. They're expanding their original content with a new Netflix docu-series that's expected to premiere later this year. And then also Goop made a deal so that you can listen to the Goop podcast on Delta Airlines flights. Uh, it's actually a pretty good podcast. She's taking yeah. over the world. She is taking over oh, the world. One so annoying. Goopy step out of time. Okay. Would you like to take over the world, Donnie? Uh, let me check my calendar. Get little, back to you on that. Oh yeah, a little busy with that a one. busy, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And I uh, want to remind you to join Bradley, Alexis, and Don for Big Climb Minneapolis, a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society on Saturday, February 16th. Sign up now with the discount code MYTALK to register for just $10.71. You have the option to climb 53, 105 floors or be a virtual climber. Details at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword climb. Now time for the weather. Which is brought to you by Coburn's Delivers. We got some light snow starting. Hallelujah. Girl said you hallelujah. Girl said you hallelujah. Girl said you hallelujah. Cause uptown funk don't give it to you. Cause uptown funk don't give it to you. Cause uptown funk don't give it to you. Saturday night and we in the spot. Don't
Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on the day some people think should be a national holiday, the day after the Super Bowl. It's the biggest call-in sick day. What were it, Vodka virus or, bird, or Budweiser flu? That's right. That's right. What am I, uh, just a regular person out on uh, in Twitterville said, uh, the Puppy Bowl halftime show with Perun 5 was superior. Adam Feline was great performing <laughs> meows like Jagger. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's perfect. So suddenly... Kepler gets pops in. I know, who was on so the voice weird. with Adam? Adam. Adam Levine. Yeah. Yes. So I took the liberty yesterday of just texting him to see if he would answer. And he did. What'd you say? I texted with him about the whole experience. And I texted beforehand and said, you know, good luck. I can't believe you get to do this. I'll be watching. Have fun. Have a blast. I didn't expect anything back. Right. He fired right back and was like, we're going to kill it. You're going to be so surprised. Right. And he's, I'm like, oh my God. Oh this is so great. Right. So then it happens, and I'm watching it this. Happens. It happens. <laughs> it happens. And I'm We're watching about the this. You know, show. I'm even a little bit more excited because I just talked to him, right? Sure. And Your best friends. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he's like, he's not usually, he doesn't answer very quickly. Anyway, then afterwards, oh, so I'm watching and I'm like, oh my God, he's, he's nervous. Like, so what? I know, but most people think that he was unengaged or couldn't sing. And I'm right. like, you could see him like not be able to breathe. So then I took the liberty. I was like, I'm just going to ask him because I will always have a soft spot in my heart for bands and acts that get to do that because I cannot, I can't imagine how nerve wracking that might right. be to perform in front of all the people. Yes. And he was dumbfounded at how nervous he got. He said well, he could I wish not he believe wouldn't have been so cocky leading nervous. up to it. I wish she'd watched <laughs> Prince perform so 2000, any of the other people because yeah. he wasn't bringing. Anything. It he was said it worse took than his awful. breath it was away. Deadly dull. He said it took his breath away. He forgot his blocking. You can actually see it happen. We rewound it then and watched. Like he couldn't remember where he was supposed to go for a couple of the. Is that why he the kept points. taking off his clothes? And then that wasn't planned. And he was like, "So I just took my shirt off, and I thought it would just amp things up to the, the next level." And he had I no plan. I don't plans believe of that, that because he had four layers on. And he, he had, started and he with had, the trench. He was, started. Then it went down to the tracksuit jacket. Then to the tank that looks like my cushions, the curtain. The curtain. Mm-hmm. Which we posted that, and then to finally all of you, all of us seen his all of his tats, and people were just going crazy that Janet Jackson got I in know. so much trouble for a flash, a and standard. he goes shirtless. Well, there is a difference. Come well, on, I know, she's a boy, she's a girl. But the let's clutch, let, clutching the pearls over, you know, yeah. that. But, but he got nervous. You saw, he seemed very uncomfortable. That's he was no so excuse. uncomfortable. Oh, Lori, you're so funny. Just it saying, really isn't any I've excuse. been on a big stage, and, you know, I'm not Adam Levine, but that that is the worst feeling, especially singing the national anthem, when you go out there in front of all those people yeah. at U.S. Bank Stadium, and there's 60,000 people, and all of a sudden, you can't breathe like it is the worst feeling as a human let alone singer do you think he got nervous because he realized that starting the show with a song that's become elevator music that's how old it is it's not it hasn't aged that well i mean unless you were in college or dating somebody when songs about jane came out right it started out flat like i would have started with well a bigger bang of a song i think that's also on purpose if you watch um uh, you know, even a lot of tours that come through, they'll do that. And it's surprising when you're like, what are you doing? And it's that same acclimation factor, I call it, where mm-hmm. I just did a show in front of 5,000 people on Friday night and I went out there and I have a big opening to it and I lost my mind. I couldn't breathe and I was so Seriously? nervous and people were yelling and I was like, <gasps> and I it sucked. 
So the amp up factor is, I think, is probably what he was going for. Sure. Like, let's ease into this and then go. And he still was nervous. He couldn't sing. He couldn't. He's like, I couldn't find yeah. a pitch to mm-hmm. stay on. Right. I couldn't breathe. I was out of my mind. And I always want to say, how do you recover from today? that? I always want to say, what's that? Do you think he's staying off Twitter? For and sure. Today? Okay. I bet he's not looking at it. Because Hollywood thing. was like, um, he, people were, it was unfortunate because, you know, I do like that first song he's saying where Lori doesn't oh, like it. I do I know. But, <laughs> but I love I mean, that I get song. it, I get it, I get it. But so it was bad. just like, he looked uncomfortable and I love it that he just was finally, let me just take off all my clothes. Because when, when he took it off, I it. thought he was going to have something Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was expecting I when he took off his too. shirt. And so I'm like, can we see your back? Is there a message somewhere? No, right. What am I missing? I was. I was also yeah. thinking but there was going to be more to that. Joining us, we have Kat Perkins with us. And she, of course, was famously uh, <laughs> on Adam's team on The Voice. And we're talking about her pre and post performance uh, conversations yes. with her best friends, Adam Levine. And the fact that he even, A, did that for, with me was amazing. And for him to just be candid with little old me from Minneapolis. Just to say, I was like, nervous as crap was and nervous, it stunk. And I lost my mind. And I, you know, again, oh. all I wanted to say was, welcome to what happens on The Voice, by the way. So every week, that's exactly it's how we feel. It's that he's judging people on it The is. Voice when he, like Casey he said to me, he goes, hey, they must do a lot in the studio with his voice because this doesn't sound anything like the... His hits. True, but I don't know. And maybe because I mean, yeah. he was off pitch at the very beginning. Oh, he couldn't. He said, "I mean, he couldn't hear it or yeah. find a thing that was happening." But, um, but also, yeah. I mean, I think that everyone's. I'm even doctored in the studio. You know, I, yeah, a little I bit. Get, I get some help in there. Here's but. the thing: the show was fitting for the Super Bowl. It was yeah, a side of I think cold, so. bland oatmeal that it had no whole- nuts, no raisin, <laughs> and no brown sugar. There wasn't one. Like that. It's so unforgettable. I feel bad for him now. Of I do I too. I don't feel you wouldn't. bad at I know all. you wouldn't. But that's why I, I, had to, I had to pop in. I was like, I, I think he does care. Try to give the empathy factor to it that he actually literally was honest with me about, which is really cool. But what a sad time to clamp up. I know. Yeah, this is why. But you know what he did say? He said, but honestly, he said it was the best I could do in that moment. Listen, this is why the NFL hired Maroon 5. They wanted something bland. They wanted something <laughs> unforgettable and something dull. Oh, something and they forgettable. Well, they forgettable. Should've... And they knew that they would get it with Maroon 5. And then, oh, we'll plop in Big Boy and Travis Scott. <laughs> they which... should have made up with it with the actual game then. <laughs> they should have just had Gladys Knight come out and do it and brought out Darlene Love she and should've... had Diana Ross helicopter in and They're Mick Jagger. in the future. Something. But, yeah. but I do think, Lori... Mm. In that little spot in your heart where there's empathy, I do think that it's no. You I feel don't horrible. Though, no, if it was you, Julia, you, I no, I don't. Okay, there's every, This is what these people do. Okay, this is what they do. He doesn't get paid, by the way. No, it's true. You don't get paid. So what? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, it would, so is that the reason why he gave such a crappy performance? No, he was nervous. That was, was nervous. What she said. No. But again, let me reiterate. At the mm-hmm. end, he said it was the best I could do in that moment, which okay. I, I love that. Well, I hope he doesn't come out and actually say that in person. He did some kind no, of a douche sure haiku today about, you know, to on Insta today and, and all these... Celebratory Love, hope, words, yeah, passion, like, forgiveness. Yeah, I, I just, um, you know, I guess I'm mad because I believed him when he told Kevin Frazier on Thursday that they were bringing something special. 
Oh, sure. Of course. Okay, and he lied to us. They brought nothing special. Well, I think he really thought it was going to be really special. And the one love, I think he was really excited about that okay, one love. Okay, that's so lame. I know. I know. But I wish you'd been producing stage. his sh- Me too. Why don't I do show? that? And the guy who designed his <laughs> tank top used to be a furniture designer because that print on posted it. Well, all these people kept going, why does this match my couch, my throw pillar, <laughs> my afghan? And it, and then, you know, other people. That was a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, no one really also, liked it. Also, what did their coat say? Did it say alien? Yeah, I think so. Uh, did we get, ever get an explanation about that? Um, Al Roker was? tweeted, if Adam Levine <laughs> takes off his pants, I'm gone. <laughs> um, let's see. Amber Tamblin, hi there. While you're enjoying this mediocre halftime show, please remember football legend was blacklisted from his entire sport for merely yes. putting his knee on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy your pop music, SpongeBob, Jumpin' Jellyfish, SpongeBob in the halftime show. Well, I mean, for a second. Never yeah, a second, Wad. which was cute. Yeah, and people Squidward. were mad there wasn't more. Oh, people are going to be mad about everything. Uh, yeah, right? You're just um, a- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lose-lose situation there. Do you think, I mean, because you, you've heard him sing. You've sang, I mean, yeah. he, sing, he sang with you. Yeah. He straight, can really sing. Yeah, I mean, and straightforward Adam for this year, you know, after like, I mean... You think of Prince. He was amazing. Maybe the best right. halftime show ever. Lady Gaga brought it. Yep, Lady Madonna Gaga. Madonna brought it. Katy Perry got overshadowed by her big Sharks. lion and the shark. Yes. You know, she tried to bring two. This even makes the cold play one look good well, as far cool as excitement because many people tune That's in true. to the Super Bowl <laughs> just for the halftime show. And, you know, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. And it just was, it's, there's nothing. Um, well, he got to be surrounded by a bunch of gorgeous w- women when he went down into the crowd. <laughs> you get, you got to know that that designer was like, okay, put all yeah. of the gorgeous women right. around him at that moment. Get the shot. Yeah. Well, it's kind of nice TV. to know the inside scoop, though, to know that he really was nervous. And we could have really we could have we could have known that, Julia, because it, you know it was like I he know. couldn't you find the first note. It yeah. was like he all of a sudden realized. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it's like when it all hits you, it hits you like a wave of just heat, you know, of just like, there's so many people. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest, you know, possible audience you could probably have all year long in one shot. Well, they said it it was the very worst ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, to have that moniker. Mm-hmm. And then when he took off his shirt and then he kind of was going to do a lap dance, he sort of committed to moving like (laughs) Jagger and then he stopped. And (laughs) I'm like, I mean, at this point, the kids were just laughing. Mm -hmm. I also wonder if there's an element of like, do they like with dance moves, especially do they come and say, listen, like the sensors, like you can't move your hips. Well, listen, he took his shirt off. I don't think he cared about sensors at all. I really don't think he was thinking about it. He took his shirt off and he was still white bread with mayo. (laughs) I'm just saying. 
Our poor Adam. Poor Adam. I know. Julie and I have At least our empathy going. Okay, have it going, but I don't bother wasting my empathy on somebody who doesn't know or care what we I have to say I love that about you, Lori. Yeah. yeah. When you we come what I mean? back, yeah, what are we going to talk about? Well, we got to talk about the Super Bowl ads, and if they were as blah as the rest of the program, we'll <laughs> we'll come back with that. We're Bedham, Adam Levine, or this chair. We've posted the fashion. It looks like my drapes. And I really kind of think what's going to start happening, though, Lori, in real life is that, in real life as opposed to fake life, um, is that people are gonna not want to do this? Well, There's no, the, he people, but, but people today are pointing out the double standard of how much trouble that Janet Jackson got for you know all of nipple that gate. that happened the Nipplegate, and that he took off his shirt, and it's like you wouldn't think CBS censors would have said, "Hey, that's a great idea," or whatever, or not a good idea. But I, I do believe he was always going to do that because he had three jackets on over the tank. Mm-hmm. But um, he was so convincing in this entertainment tonight. I was on the show on Friday. I and I'm like, I, I, I guess it's not going to be as boring and bad as I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be mm-hmm. because he's going to do something. And Christina Aguilera sipped a little tea with Andy because maybe she was going to come out during moves like Jagger. Oh, really? And say that, that been part. Fun. And, you know, so I totally believed him. And so he kind of set the hype. Yeah. And that Entertainment Tonight thing was everywhere. So the expectation was that he was going to make some kind of, like, just make an acknowledgement about sure. Kaepernick. Got it. Get Got down it. on one yep. knee. Got it. Have something, say something, have something, change a lyric. And he didn't do anything. And if mm-hmm. he thought drones, spelling out one love was the special thing, sure. it's like... Sad. You Got know. it. Well, you know, I thought it was kind of disturbing watching Travis Scott uh, do his rap and every other word is bleeped. Yeah, they had to I bleep mean, the whole thing. What fun is that? I Not mean, fun. it was just kind of crazy. All right, so let's talk about some of the ads. Yeah, the commercial. Alrighty. All right, so. Well, the one I saw. Everyone is so careful. Yeah, the one I saw that I really liked that I I happened to just catch live as it was happening was that crazy NFL commercial at the reception where they were throwing the football around. Yes. That was a great ad. I don't what know was it what for? they were selling, <laughs> well, see, but there was, the there was so much star power selling? in it. I kept thinking about how they, how many stunt people were employed. It was yeah. just a great action. What I don't even know what it was but for. Again, what were they selling? We I have no idea. no idea. But I love that ad. Because everybody even know was what in it. They were selling, Michael Strand, Tom Brady, Rich Sherman, you know, all these like uh, people. It was just for the NFL. I don't know. Yeah, it was an NFL commercial. Oh, That's what okay. it was for. Just, just promotion. Well, the one okay. that we had been hearing a lot of hype for was um, and brought down, you know, his marriage was Jeff Bezos' ad that oh. he was going to be doing that he spent 15 to $20 million on for his Blue Oracle. Which, Origin, I believe. Oh, it says Bezos did shoot a blue oracle ad. Look at all the typos that are in. Oh, I thought. I mean, you maybe, I'm sorry, now. Julia. Uh, perhaps I'm wrong about. Okay, I it was well, blue that's Origin. what it said. Okay, but it's for the Blue Origin rocket, 
And so it was about his rocket stuff and some of that stuff. Well, but good he saved himself some money by not running that ad. Well, and the reason he didn't run it is it's highly controversial because this was the ad that he brought along his mistress to do. Uh, she, and so he mm-hmm. kept making the ad kind of they're saying is that he was able to be with Lauren Sanchez, his mistress. While they were editing. Right. And while they were filming and while they were doing other uh-huh. things. So I was working on the ad, honey. I was mm-hmm. on the ad. So he, <laughs> yeah, right. they pulled that at the last minute. And instead, he owns the Washington Post. There were a lot of different ads throughout it for uh, Alexa and different things like that. Yeah, I thought that Alexa Amazon, that had a lot of star mm-hmm. power. That was good. The Serena Bumble ad was good. The Microsoft, uh, we all win with the kids with the was, special thing. Yeah, that was, was amazing. Amazing yeah. ad. And the Jason Bateman ad. Oh, like gosh. the Seven Gates of Just Hell. That was, that was for Hyundai. Just, yeah, that yeah. was a good ad. Mm-hmm. And also the... Um, I thought, you know, um, he was the Pepsi really- with uh, Cardi B and Steve Carell was good, mm-hmm. too. Oh, man. But Cardi yeah. B had a sit down. What was she talking about? Oh, we've got some yeah, of that okay, audio. We're going to get but, to it later. Um, but they so we said the worst ranked ad, though, the ad, you know, because they do a sure. consumer panel. I forget which show does it. The ad that nobody understood, except for like real in deep ad people, was the Andy Warhol Burger King ad. That was an original, Lori, though. It doesn't matter. Right. It was selling Burger King. Right. People thought it was for ketchup. Some people didn't know who it was. Was he CGI created it? Yeah, it was from some ad from way back when. From, from 82. Yeah. yeah. They The consumers picked that as the worst ad. It made no sense to mm-hmm. them. The ad agency people thought it was beyond clever. Sure. But I thought it was a ketchup ad through the whole thing until the end. Because remember, he's <laughs> yeah. trying to yep. get out the ketchup. Yep. And then Christina Applegate yelling at the M&M's, I thought was bad. Oh, they were in the back seat. They were stuck to the. There was yeah. It's it was kind of uh, scary. I yeah. eat you alive. I'm like, oh, yeah. those poor M and M's. Yep. But then um, the the ad that stood out to a lot of people also because you never see newspapers advertising oh. was the Washington Post ad. Yes. And this was a 60 second ad during the Super Bowl, and we Is have that the it. one Tom Hanks narrated. Yep. Yeah. Here we so go. So here we go. When we go off to war, when we exercise our rights. When we soar to our greatest heights. When we mourn and pray. When our neighbors are at risk. When our nation is threatened. There's someone to gather the facts. To bring you the story. No matter the cost. That's good, Donnie. We got it. We got it. Right. uh, So a lot of people loved it right away. I mean, on Twitter, it was retweeted a gazillion times. And thank you for advertising, um, you know, and doing this. We need our journalists. We need our reporters. We do need them. And then, however, the the gentleman in charge of the Washington Baltimore News Guild's bargaining unit, Frederick Kunkel, Mm -hmm. said, you know, they paid $5 million for a 30-second ad, and they could have put that into more salaries for our people and well the, he, he does a have a point he's I know. got a very yeah, big I point so, yeah. i, I never remember win. a certain party for a big company around here and that was the year i had to give everyone who would work for me a, a half a percent pay raise because the company was going to spend a million dollars on a party mm-hmm. oh, and that did really? not hmm. 
sit, sit well. well with employees. Uh-huh. No, so that's when I came up with the you get your birthday state fair and a December shopping day off. Right. That's when I implemented that unofficial policy to counteract. But I mean, he does have a point, I guess. Yeah. You know, if they're like doing all of that. Also, the chunky milk ad. Ugh. Oh my oh, word! That was that a terrible was ad. I don't know what those people no. were thinking. <laughs> Just to watch them try to drink this. Oh, I think oh everyone's God. glad this this it this whole blah. Super Bowl had controversy around it, from the bad call with the Saints to yeah. The, yeah. the blah. The Patriots are always in it; they're yeah. going to win. To no action. It was. It's just done. Now then we've got. Started. We'll call it Super Bowl. Yeah, we've got the Grammys coming up. We've got the Oscars. Coming. We have other things. All right. Anyway, all right. Let's